compatriots, this is Chairman John Bibb, and I'm sad to report that many Marines and the Navy foreman has lost their lives in Afghanistan today. I just want to send my condolences to their family and thank them for their enormous sacrifice. The loss of life is unnecessary, and it falls squarely on Joe Biden and his failing administration's shoulders. I have a message for Biden because no other other politicians want to say it. So I'm just going to say it. Biden, you're a coward and incompetent. And so is everyone in your administration, every politician, every civilian, and every general that has influence in your administration that hasn't told you to stop being a useless politician and start being the commander-in-chief. The blood of U.S. Marines and other service members is on your hands. And something needs to be done now. You and those advising you who told you it's a good idea to work with the Taliban and to cower down in Afghanistan, all of you should be relieved of duty immediately. You fellas, and the truth is, a Marine Lance Corporal could have done a lot better job of retrograding out of Afghanistan than you've done. This is an utter disaster. I mean, the retreat from... There we have it. That was... uh... Well, it's on the Oklahoma Republican Party's YouTube page. But that was a retired Marine who is giving Biden the business over yesterday's debacle. Hey, this is Big John. We're on Americana the American Way. Find me on Rumble, all the podcasting platforms under that channel. Also on Parlor at the Real Big John and Twitter at the Real underscore Big John. So let's see what some of our politicians are saying about this debacle and terrorist attack. Uh, my senator, well, one of my senators, I don't count Sherrod Brown, but Senator Rob Portman said yesterday on Facebook, by the way, yesterday was a tragic day for our country. For the first time in more than 18 months, we've lost members of the armed forces who are serving in Afghanistan to hostile action. These brave Marines and Navy corpsmen died honorably trying to save their fellow countrymen and those Afghan allies who have supported our troops, diplomats, and citizens for two decades. There will be plenty of time for finger-pointing and politics. Now is the time to express gratitude to the men and women of our armed services who have put themselves in harm's way and offer our special prayers and condolences to the family and comrades of those who paid the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, one of those who died was a, uh, a local local corpsman. The Navy corpsman who was killed uh, was local to me, anyways. Uh, went to a high school 10 miles down the road from where I live, something like that. Edison High School in uh, Ohio. Hammondsville, Ohio, I do believe the town of Edison High School is located. Uh, So prayers to Zach's family, friends, and loved ones 
um, in that regard for sure. But our politicians, I I told oh oh good old Rob Portman in the comment section, it's time to stop talking the talk and start walking the walk. Uh, let's see what my congressman Bill Johnson had to say. As a 27-year Air Force veteran who served at U.S. Special Operations Command, I see the situation as in Afghanistan as the biggest national security slash military strategic plan planning and operational execution failure in modern American history. I've come to the conclusion that that President Biden's top advisors, including Secretary Austin, Secretary Blinken, and General Milley, recommended this desperately flawed withdrawal plan to the president. Then they failed in their duties, and they should apologize to the American people. I almost said F you, Bill. No, I don't want an apology, Bill. I want you to talk... I want you to walk the walk you said you were going to walk 10 years ago. Eleven years ago. Pardon me, I lost track of time. 2009, we started a thing called the Tea Party. Not me and Bill. But some friends and I, it was, uh, I was new, you know, our politicians in Washington are about as useful as these paper matches. There, an old Bic lighter works just as good. Anyhow, Bill and others rode in on the coattails of the Tea Party. We started in uh, oh, 2008. Uh, the first tax day Tea Party was 2008, April, whatever tax day is, 15th. Uh, 2009, though, the local grassroots tea parties were going ballistic. There was no national tea party organization, in spite of what derelicts will tell you. We were independent grassroots activists, community organizers, just like President Obama. And people like Bill Johnson would come give these great speeches at our tea party events. So far they haven't walked the walk one bit in Washington. Uh, this was... Uh, who was he? The guy, John Boehner, the, uh, became House Speaker on our coattails. He, he's long gone now. But... These politicians, these elected officials, they want to talk. No, I want heads to roll. 
General Milley fired. Secretary Austin fired. Secretary Blinken fired. President, oh, President Biden, pardon me, impeached. The 25th Amendment invoked if we have to. The New York Times is reporting the headline as bombings death toll soars, desperate Afghans seek an ex any exit. First and foremost, when the Afghans who helped our soldiers for 20 years uh, if they get evacuated and not killed because the Biden administration gave the Taliban a kill list. Remember the, the movie Billy Madison? When there was that uh, Steve Buscemi played a uh, character that Billy picked on in high school and on his bedroom wall, uh, Steve Buscemi's character had a list of people to kill and Billy was on the list and after Billy apologized he marks his name off the list that's essentially the list that the Biden administration gave to the Taliban it says these are the Americans we know are left in Afghanistan and these are our allies and that were interpreters and helped us fight you for the last 20 years yeah those people have a great great chance of living We'll be lucky to get the Americans back if they're not hunted down, killed, and buried in unmarked graves on some mountainside or uh, some you know desert or somewhere in Afghanistan. Afghanistan does have a lot of really beautiful, lush mountains. They just have you know 1500s assholes like the Taliban that want to run the country under Sharia law. Anyhow. The article reads, hundreds of Afghans desperate to flee the Taliban continued to crowd Cabal's airport Friday, even after the deadliest bombings in the country's history, as the death toll from the previous day's blast neared 200, with hundreds more wounded, keeping the city's hospitals grimly busy all day. Ah, uh, I don't know what the hospitals are like in Afghanistan. Uh, God help us. We used to have military hospitals for our soldiers, but those are gone. Packed up and fled in the middle of the night with when we closed up Bagram Air Base and just left. The size of the crowd or at the airport had dropped sharply, however, with fear pairing the numbers down to hundreds from thousands uh, of previous days. So there are just a few hundred people showing up at the airport. Suicide bombing, the suicide bombing that ripped right into the jostling throng Thursday afternoon, piling an adjacent sewage canal with corpses. Oh, that's lovely. Health officials said that at least 170 civilians had been killed and more likely. The attack killed 13 U.S. service members. 
Where's my cursor? Oh, there it goes. Uh, Friday, the Pentagon changed its earlier statement that there were possibly two suicide blasts set off at the airport by ISIS-K. Whatever. They come up with all these names. It's, it's just ISIS. Get over it. ISIS-K. The Afghan affiliate of the Islamic State. Instead of saying it was just one. The explosion hit right near the airport's Abbey Gate. Why do they have a gate named Abbey? At, gate, at a security checkpoint that squeezed together the enormous crowd that U.S. troops were checking for entry. Um, this ISIS-K, I read in another report, that they are actually shooting at and missing the planes that our evacuees are on. What's going to happen? What, what will happen when they do shoot down a plane? We're in a, a heap and help and a trouble here, folks. We've got a tired old man who's been elected king. We've got the idiot run, idiots running the village. Okay, the inmates running the asylum, however you want to say it. This White House and administration are a disaster. General Milley was out there a few months ago. saying that he was interested in learning about white rage. White rage. What the hell, General Milley? You're supposed to be advising the president on an exit strategy to get our people out. And instead, his advisors, uh, now they're saying that General Milley and Secretary Austin and Secretary Blinken told him, take the military out and we'll get the U.S. citizens out later. Huh? Well, how is that going to work? Yeah, Trump negotiated with the Taliban too. We know that. And he said to them, if you do harm to one American, you're going to die. And he told the head of the Taliban, I know where your village is, and I will bomb it. What's Biden? What's the Biden administration doing? Hey, hey, please, please, let us out. You had a secured military airport, and instead of getting our citizens out, knowing their names. We knew the names. They gave the list to the Taliban, so we knew who they were. We knew where they were. We knew who our allies were. We knew where they were. Nope. We take our defense out first. Take our military out first. Instead of sending the military out to gather these people up and get them on planes and get them the hell out, now nah, we take the troops out first. Leave millions of dollars cash, greenbacks, currency, stuff that folds and jingles. There for the Taliban. Leave our airplanes, tanks, Humvees to the Afghan military 
but don't leave them tactical support. Don't leave them ammo re, uh, re to reload with, uh, ammo supply. Now China and Russia have our airplanes. They have our helicopters. They have our tanks. They have our Hummers. So they can take them and reverse engineer and find out the weaknesses in our equipment. Copy our equipment if they if ours is better than theirs, and I would say it probably is. Find out our latest technology and military equipment. That was Biden's exit strategy. It's like a kid that left his toys out after he was done playing. And you step on them in the middle of the night when you're bare feet. You know? Now the Taliban and Russia and whoever else doesn't like it. I, don't say, I wouldn't say Russia doesn't like us. I wouldn't consider Russia an enemy. Uh, China, yeah, they're an economic enemy. They could be a military enemy soon. And now they know what we got. They know how it works. Good job, guys. I played you a clip of one retired military gen or uh, marine general. Yeah, wasn't a general. Uh, one retired marine who's pissed off about this, but an active duty marine did a much similar video to that, and he has now been fired. Military.com. The headline reads, I demand accountability, colon, Marine Battalion Commander calls out senior leaders for Afghanistan failures. Uh, I hope this guy accepts my friend request on Facebook. I shared his video on my personal page for my personal friends, but I'll, I'll queue it up here for yins. And... Uh, I'll read a little from this article and then I'll let you listen to him. Uh, Marine office, a Marine officer who filmed a viral video. It's got about 35,000 shares from what I saw. But there could be more shares than that. You know, it's just That's just the number of shares from his personal page. Anyways, viral video says he's risking his career of nearly two decades to call out military and civilian leaders for failures in Afghanistan. Lieutenant Colonel Stu Scheller posted a video on social media hours after the blast in Cabal killed 13 U.S. troops. He appeared in uniform and responds directly to Marine Corps Command Commandant, pardon me, Commandant General David Berger, Berger, B-E-R-G-E-R. Berger's letter to troops and veterans asking whether the nearly 20-year-long war in Afghanistan was worth it. The reason people are so upset on social media right now is not because the Marine on the battlefield let them down, let someone down. People are upset because their senior leaders let them down and none of them are raising their hands and accepting accountability or saying we messed up. So here's uh, this Marine's video 
uh, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scholler. My, we'll just stick with the Marine Corps. So in the current fallout of Afghanistan, a lot of Marines were posting on social media and in response to open source report from the current battalion commander for Advanced Infantry Training Battalion. I've been in the Marine Infantry for 17 years. Started my tour with Victor 18, the current unit that's doing perimeter security, dealing with the mess that's going on there. I, you can see open source reporting that there was an explosion and some people were killed. I know through my inside channels that one of those people that were killed was a someone that I have a personal relationship with. We won't go into more details because the families are still being notified. Not making this video because um, it's you know, potentially an emotional time. Making it because I have a growing discontent and contempt for my perceived ineptitude at the foreign policy level. And I want to specifically ask some questions to some of my senior leaders. And I'll say, as a person that's not at 20 years, um, I feel like I have a lot to lose. If you play chess, you can only see two to three moves out because there's too many variables. I thought through if, if I post this video, what might happen to me, especially if the video picks up traction, if I have the courage to post it. But I think what you believe in can only be defined by what you're willing to risk. So if I'm willing to risk my current battalion commander seat, my retirement, my family's stability to say some of the things that I want to say, I think it gives me some moral high ground to demand the same honesty, integrity, accountability from my senior leaders. And so I want to start with, we'll just use the Marine Corps, my, we'll just stick with the Marine Corps. So in the current fallout of Afghanistan, a lot of Marines were posting on social media and in response to that, the Commandant published a letter, which is the service chief of the Marine Corps. And I want to read from it. It was dated 18 August, so only a week ago. The Commandant, sir, you wrote, some of you may be struggling with a simple question. Was it all worth it? We want you to know that your service is meaningful, powerful, and important. You fought for the Marine to your left and the Marine to your right. You never let them down. And then you go on to say that you know, if we're, we're struggling, we should, we should seek counseling, which, you know, I get it. People have killed people. Um, I've killed people, and I, and I seek counseling, um, and that's fine. There's a time and place for that. But the reason people are so upset on social media right now is not because the Marine on the battlefield let someone down. That service member has always rose to the occasion and done extraordinary things. People are upset because their senior leaders let them down, and none of them are raising their hands and accepting accountability or saying, we messed this up. If an 05 battalion commander has uh, the simplest live fire incident EO complaint, boom, fired. But we have a secretary of defense that testified to Congress in May that the Afghan National Security Force could withstand the Taliban advance. We have chairmen of Joint Chief, who the commandant is a member of that, who's supposed to advise on military policy. We have a Marine combatant commander. All of these people are supposed to advise. And I'm not saying we've got to be in, the, in Afghanistan forever, but I am saying... Did any of you throw your rank on the table and say, hey, it's a bad idea to evacuate Bagram Airfield, the strategic air barriers, before we evacuate everyone? Did anyone do that? And when you didn't think to do that, did anyone raise their hand and say, we completely messed this up? I've got battalion commander friends right now that are posting similar things, and they're saying, you know, wondering if it, all the lives were lost and if it was in vain, all those, all those people that we've lost over the last you know, 20 years. And he goes on to say that we're all part of a chain. 
while every link may not be tested, the strength of the chain is only as strong as each link, and you got to be, you know, good link, something like that. And what I'll say is, and from my position, potentially all those people did die in vain if we don't have senior leaders that own up and, and raise their hand and say, we did not do this well in the end. Without that, we just keep repeating the same mistakes, this amalgamation of the economic-slash-corporate-slash-political-slash-higher-military ranks are not holding up their end of the bargain. I want to say this very strongly. I have been fighting for 17 years. I am willing to throw it all away to say to my senior leaders... I demand accountability. And that is the thought and feeling of a lot of people right now. Americans all over the place are demanding accountability from leadership. Now, he's referring specifically to uh, the Marine Corps leadership, or the lack thereof, you know, once some of these guys get up to a certain rank, like General Milley, they become politicians, and they become about looking out for themselves. You know, how much further up can I go? Uh, you know, I got to protect my rank and my retirement and all this. They lose touch with what it was like to be a field grunt in the, uh, on the front lines. I was going to say in the trenches, but on the front lines is better. They lose that. That gentleman, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Stu Scheller, was fired. But he owned up to his responsibility to his country, to his fellow Marines. And this is what Americans want right now. We don't want to be in Afghanistan any longer. We don't want any more Americans killed. We don't want any more Afghans killed either. But we want out. We don't want to be the world police. But we want out the right way. We want our fellow countrymen to get out. They should have been taken out of Afghanistan before we closed up Bagram Air Base. It was a safe, secured air base where they could have been safely evacuated from. And that was in Trump's plan that he passed on to the Biden administration. But oh, orange man bad. That sentiment goes all the way up to the White House. And we had to do the opposite of everything Trump did. But anyways, we need to get out of Afghanistan. How are we going to get our people out now that our military has left, followed their orders, and pulled out so with that god bless america
pray for the people in Afghanistan. We pray for one another. We'll see you next time. Thank you.